On Cricut, my biggest source of revenue, I got around 40,000 purchases and uses of my digital art. I have now gotten over 200,000 uses and purchases since I started on Cricut. Hey friend, it's Precious here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is my ninth month as a full-time artist. I am still thriving, making consistent income every month, and I've even made enough money to set aside for retirement. So in this episode, let's get into my personal finances, how my business did this month, and ways I am making money. So my expenses are pretty consistent, right around $2,500 a month. And now that my income is consistent, I've put a lot more focus into saving for retirement. So I told you in some past episodes that the company I used to work for went bankrupt. So I had to do a 401k rollover. So the money that I had in my 401k retirement account had to be put into a new retirement account. But because I'm self-employed now, I had to go about this differently. Normally when you have a 401k, the account is set up through your employer and you can elect part of your paycheck to be put into this account and the employer also matches a certain amount to be put into your account. Since I don't have an employer, I opened what's called an SEP IRA account with Vanguard, which is perfect for self-employed folks like myself, which allows me to add retirement money directly without setting it up through an employer. I also have a Roth IRA account with SoFi, and what I like about SoFi is that you can talk to a financial advisor for free to help you with your financial goals and to give you advice on how to get the most out of your Roth IRA account. So I have two retirement accounts that I'm adding $100 into each month. That amount might increase by this time next year, but because I can't touch my retirement money once it goes into the account, unless of course I wanna pay a whole bunch of taxes on it, I just put in a smaller amount to be safe. In addition to that, I have a high yield savings account that generates interest every month. All of the money in these accounts are generating interest, so the more money I put into these accounts, the more interest is accrued, and then the money from that interest accrues more interest. That's called compounding interest, and it's one of the best ways to stay ahead of inflation. If you have $10,000 in your savings account, for example, and you just let that $10,000 sit there at the same amount for 10 years, that $10,000 no longer has the same value. It's no longer worth what it used to be worth because of inflation. Things become more expensive after 10 years, so that $10,000 cannot buy what it used to be able to buy. But if you have that $10,000 in a high yield savings account, depending on the percentage rate, that could become $11,000 within two years. Unlike my retirement accounts, I can take money out of my high yield savings account without any penalties. This is what I was doing my first couple of months as a full-time artist to help cover my expenses. But now for the last several months, I have not had to dig into my savings. All of the money that I made selling my work was more than enough to cover my living expenses. So now my savings account is growing again, which I'm happy about. So let's get into how my business did this month. On Cricut, my biggest source of revenue, I got around 40,000 purchases and uses of my digital art. I have now gotten over 200,000 uses and purchases since I started on Cricut. It seems like I have plateaued at about 40,000 for the last few months, so now I need to think of a strategy for exceeding that amount. 
what I'm most likely going to do is I'm going to increase the art that I upload to the platform. This means I'm going to have to spend more time creating and uploading the artwork and I'll have to spend more money on hiring graphic designers, but there will obviously be a clear return on investment. I was uploading about 500 new artworks to the platform every month. Now I'm going to increase that to 700 next month and I'll see how that goes and I will update you in my next episode. So on Amazon, something interesting happened. I told you that I sent out about 6,000 prints to their warehouse. Those prints are starting to sell, but I did get charged a $100 storage fee because of the sheer amount of prints that I sent. I sent them three 20 pound boxes and I sent it during peak season when they charge even more for storage. Now, back earlier in my journey, that probably would have freaked me out but I know that I'm going to be earning back that $100 through my sales, and I just have to have the faith and the confidence to relax. In episode 149, I talked about the differences between the full-time artist who succeeds and the artist who never even gets the opportunity to go full-time. And some of those differences are in their ability to plan ahead and manage their fear. The longer I do this, the more confident I become. I might get charged another storage fee next month, but it doesn't scare me because I have all of my other revenue streams that are also making money and I have my savings account to dig into if I need to, which I haven't needed to thankfully in the last several months. It is my ability to plan ahead, manage my fear and shift my perspective that has helped me stay afloat this long without having any money issues. On eBay, I also made some sales. I'm kind of running out of things to sell on eBay. I sold all of my music equipment already. This month I sold an old blender I had, as well as some cardstock paper that I had originally bought to use for my Amazon store for a different project that didn't end up panning out. On all of my other platforms, Etsy, Michael's Maker Place, Creative Market, and Shutterstock, I am creating and selling artwork for Valentine's Day, which is always my base month out of the year, so I'm looking forward to making enough money to hold me over for several months, including my slow seasons, which tend to fall right after Valentine's Day. Also, next month I am going to be filing my taxes for the first time as a fully self-employed artist, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. I've always gotten a return of some kind every year, so I'm looking forward to going through my spreadsheets where I track all of my expenses and seeing what I gain or lose after being self-employed for almost a year. So I hope you enjoyed this full-time artist update episode. Let me know what you thought in the comments below and until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at freelance to full time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friends, take care.